previously on Crit Happens. As you guys all get situated on the ship, in this in this dais, you notice it almost looks like like spider webs. You you guys would recognize this as a, yes, it is a literal an astral map. You guys are still on the outskirts of the Ebony Delta Nebula. There is a lane which are the fast way, like the, these currents of astral sea. Oh, the freeways. Yeah, pretty much like a freeway or a highway or like a warp gate. If you guys are trying to get to civilized space, there's always the exact center where all these lanes meet up. Um, it's called the hearth it's a large ab- abandoned moon it has been turned kind of like a central hub i mean that's probably going to be the fastest to get to the hearth and then we'll start off there finally being you know known spaces again hey zan how are you doing today i'm fine do you know anything about making like navigational equipment i've made compasses before yes they had a really interesting compass that could navigate and show, show like when threats were nearby and other ships do you have that kind of ability i could probably do it i just need that materials Hi, Gildrex. Hey. Uh, I got a question for you. Where do we put that gold bar? Uh, I've actually got them with me right here. Perfect. Can I have it for just a, a little bit? Well, so long as you genuinely think we can get it back. And he'll hand her a gold bar. And I'm going to go find Zan again. I got you some stuff for the compass. And I just plop the gold bar down. Okay. You guys find yourself finally about coming to the end of the lane. You start approaching the moon. There is landing pads. Uh, you guys are put into number 14. Jib kind of like steps off the ship and he looks around, takes a deep breath. <sighs> well, welcome to the hearth. Immediately, you guys are beset by four goblins. These four goblins run up to you. Um, Jib like immediately is like, ah! and he pulls out his gun. They, they instantly go, ah! and they scatter. Like they, in, they instantly like dump it off for one that seems to be a bit more distinguished. He has like actual, like decent clothes on. We'll walk, we're like we'll get back. And we'll say, hold on, hold on, don't shoot, don't shoot. Jib like looks at him and like, sorry, you, yeah. you startled me. You know, uh, put his gun away. The other three will like stand up and pick up like the stuff they were carrying in their hands. You're just barely noticing. They have like sponges and buckets and stuff like that. Um, you know, you got a shoelace, right? We just, we're just here to see if you need one of your ship clean. Oh, oh. Uh, and Gildrax like takes yeah. his hand off of his uh, sword. Uh, he's like, uh, no, no, no cleaning. You sure? We do a really good job cleaning. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Now, let, let's, let me just show you. <laughs> Tick! <laughs> and he's like, this guy with like a gigantic bug on the side of his neck will like walk up. Jib like pulls out his gun. He's like, uh, dude, what, what? He's just going to show you how good we are at cleaning. Jib looks at him. Ah, 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 He like point, he point, he points. <laughs> you guys the, picking on the little guy? Yeah. He points the gun at his feet and he's like, mm-mm. Tick will like look back at like the, the music. Yeah, we're going to point a gun at him. Look at him. You guys are picking on these little guys. It's like you're trying to shoot yeah. the disabled. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. I don't want my ship touched. Uh, we you, just you barely guys, got it. You guys I, don't understand. This is a pretty common, let's say, extortion technique. The little cute goblins show up wanting to clean your ship, and then they're followed by the giant Goliath guys. No, there's, there's no Goliath with it. There's us for. I'm Rick. This is Brick. And there's like a goblin who's like, his head's kind of dented in. That's, that's Tick. And he points back at the goblin with this gigantic black like bug that looks almost like a giant tick to just latch on the side of his neck. And this is Lick. And he just looks like a normal goblin. Jib immediately is like, 
Okay, why do they call you Lick? He like his tongue lolls. It's like a lick of tongue, bro. It like rolls down like through his mid chest. <laughs> Jim like looks at him. He's like, okay. As he like literally picks his tongue and it kind of rolls it back up like a fruit roll up and puts it back in his mouth. Jim is gonna like flick him a gold piece. Say, well, okay. no, no, that's that's to not clean the shit. Oh, okay. Are you sure? We're 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 planning sure. We're paying you for nothing, so go ahead. Okay, okay. They'll they'll back up Man. and just run off to another. Y'all ship that's really hating on like the small disabled <laughs> goblins. It's you don't understand. Like, Maybe, and then you, like, you hear they run. Maybe the next hour they clean their ship. <laughs> they run off to like another. Like ship. just poor goblins that need like go- like goblin healthcare. You know, like we we aren't exactly uh, rich right now. I I know. Plus the not. ship is already clean. Yeah, I, I, I can see that, but I'll, yeah, okay, fine, whatever, whatever. <laughs> I'm spiraling. Yeah, was, th- those are the four, the go- four goblins run off. They, they're like, they don't <laughs> want to get they're shot. They're just gone now. Yeah, they're like gone into another ship that's landing. Frankly, I'm just glad that they didn't, uh, weren't trying to mug us. I was kind of scared for a second. Yeah, I thought I was going to have to like kill somebody. Yeah. I was like, that's not a good thing to that's, do when you just immediately land. Especially on the, the guild dock. That's what yeah, I'm it gets, I, you a, mm-hmm. gets you a bad reputation. I know, I was, I was pretty impressed that they were willing to try and mug us. I didn't think that they were trying to clean our ship. Yeah. Well, we'll know what we're doing next, right? I think I have an idea of what I'm about to go do, yeah. We're going to go guys, sell my do? blood so we can... <laughs> it worked you, last time. You realize this isn't like a subscription service, right? <laughs> like you don't do it like every two weeks or something. You know what? If I can do it every two weeks and make almost like 200 gold, it's worth it. Look, Jib, if she's making like 200 gold every two weeks, I think she can do whatever she wants to do with her body. <laughs> Jib, like, <laughs> Jib likes... It's her, her body, her choice. Yeah. yeah. Jib like looks at her. He's like, okay, it's, you, okay, that, that's fair. Jib's like, all right, well, we want to go pimp out our ride then? Uh, yeah, hundred percent. All right. What about you? Andy Andy Janet? Janet? Uh, I will, I will, I want to do some research. I want to do some reading up on some stuff, especially again, what kind of in space, I don't know much of space and I would like to know where my home is at, especially if that's something we're wanting to go for next. And also more information on a demon would be very appreciative. And on top of that, I need to watch a little fairy possibly go to a black market selling her own blood. Well, well, hold on. You don't have to watch me. I'm an adult, guys. No, I'll be fine. No. While we're on this ship, I, I think we should that. stick together. Please, I'll go by myself. That sounds like a bad idea in a black market. I'm a big kid. You're not a big kid now. <laughs> hey, how about I take Toaster with me? No, Toaster's going to stay with me. You can come with us, though, if you want, and we can all go together. Yeah, I, I think, think going with Annie Janet might be the best choice. I can look up some stuff about demons. They're not the same thing as the Fae. They're kind of like on the same-ish spectrum, so I think I could be helpful. No, I think, I think we should probably all stick together. I'm pretty sure. It's been a while since I've been through here, but I think there is. It's not quite a library, but uh, I know a few, pe- like a few people that could uh, tell us where to go. That would be great. Any kind of help would be needed. Like I know that like there's the 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 astral fairing guild or something like they have some maps and stuff that the fairy guild no no astral fairing astral like, fairies no like I mean I'm sure there's astral fairies somewhere but no like a Are fairing they? like seafaring oh it basically means like going places they have pretty extensive maps and we'd probably be able to find out where the place you're from is yeah did you know the name of your planet like what did the people locally call it uh it's called Raven Guard. Raven Guard. Yeah, let's, uh, while we're here, I guess we could check in real quick to uh, some uh, some sort of fairing guild, like Jib is saying. Okay, so yeah, that would be, again, I don't know much. I'm just going to trust you and say yes. Uh, that's what we'll do. We'll look for like a fairing guild or a, like an astral cartographer's guild to see if we can find some information. There is a cartographer's guild if you're looking for maps. There's what's called the Charter Guild, 
who are like who actually are the guys who sell and charter. They're like the explorers of the the, the the of the astral sea. They're relatively close to the docks. You can you can make your way over there really quickly. Yeah, if it's if it's just right next to us, we might as well start start yeah. there. It also there's by right by you is also like with the places where people like buy new ship parts and like you'll see like it's like right next to along the way like you leaving the docks like it's pretty much hey check out these cool things you could buy for your ship before you go kind of thing perfect like a, it's like a give a gift shop they get you on the gift shop uh-huh. always get you on the gift shop but yeah uh you guys start making are you going to the the charters guild or are you going to like the cartographers let's let's start at the uh i think that the charters guild would make more sense because because we were all in ebony delta which okay. is pretty like outer rim yeah so you guys start making your way to the charters guild there is dozens of dozens of people it's like almost being jam-packed into a tuna can it is just you are on top of each other people are breathing down each other's necks there's people who are trying to sell stuff in the streets every single race you'll run into like giant hippo men like plasmoids these weird beetle people thrykeen there's even like gaggles of like githyanki keep everyone at distance away from themselves but like you know like this is literally anyone anything is here um walking around the city you'll see these uh are there any fae yeah there's there's fae you can see like you'll see like eladrin you'll see fairies pixies you'll see like even furbolgs you'll see even more like not so good fae like you'll see red caps walking around in groups and they almost seem like they're like almost like gang mentality <laughs> like you'll see you'll see all sorts of stuff here there's fey there's there's probably even anti-gen you'll recognize some like infernal or demonic like in, in people like you'll see wizards with like shadow demons like behind them oh, or dandy. you'll see like earth elementals you'll see genies all sorts of stuff this is like literally you'll see anything mm-hmm. there's cloud giants floating above people things like that it is quite inspiring um surrounding you are these just towering buildings not full on like skyscrapers, but you know, like three, four stories tall th- type of thing. Um, some of them have big embroidery, embroideries of like different g- guilds, like headquarters of Shipping Manifest Guild, right? Stuff like that. Eventually, though, you will find your ways to the Charter Guild. Um, it's building almost looks like a, it's been designed at the very top floor that there's been a, uh, at the very top floor of the Charter's Guild, there it lo- looks like there is a galleon designed to make it look like it crashed into it. It's like the back end of it's just sticking out of the building. Um, there are some very scholarly looking people along with some guys wearing like full armor. It seems like everyone around this area is very happy and like just casually talking about like, oh yeah, I found this found this cool new sphere at the edge of this blah, blah, blah. And they're like saying coordinates and stuff that doesn't mean anything to you guys. As you guys approach the building, there's like no security. You're just able to walk in. Um, as you walk in, there's flying letters just flying through the air. You see giant tubes, like giant tubes of scrolls going through them. There's one guy in the middle, this just giant, like this very tall, like Goliath is just picking up stuff and sticking them in tubes, making sure everything is going as he's just effortlessly sorting through stuff while directing people around. It is a very busy place. Jib is just going to like tap anti It's like, I mean, I guess you're the person who's the resident expert on where you're from. So well, the, yeah, it's probably <laughs> best that you describe where, where it is you're wanting to find. Sure. Uh, do I just do I just go up to this man? Or do, like, I mean, it, he it, looks like he's the guy in charge. Yeah. There's uh, this big Goliath guy that seems like people when they talk to him, he goes, "Huh? Yeah." And he like you'll chatter off a response and then like look at them while he's just like innately grabbing spell like scrolls and just put them away. Janet will petitely go up to like to this man, or at least like is it like a desk where kind of set up or yeah. it's pretty much it's not really a desk. It's just a mound mm-hmm. of like. Sc- 
empty scroll tubes and he's just kind of sitting at he's like standing atop of it and just putting stuff in tubes you guys approach it he'll like kind of turn around and look over his shoulder and say how can i help you uh hello um excuse me i i'm i'm looking for directions towards a, a different planet that's that's the right that's the right words uh towards uh my home raven guard i'm kind of lost give me one second as he will take uh he'll pick up an empty scroll as he's like his other hand is like working double time to try to get everything He'll pull out like a pencil out of his mouth, get like a notepad and like scribble with something with his lips as his other hand is just going. And he'll put the, the, the note in the tube and send it off. He's like, someone will be down to greet you in a moment. Uh, thank, thank you. Hmm. Thank, thank you. Okay. Hmm. And she backs away kind of uh, like awkwardly, mm-hmm. just like, I don't know how to respond, but I'm going to say thank you. Goodbye. Yep. <laughs> After about a minute, this gnome this very small tan skin gnome with like blonde curly hair will come down. He's like, are you the ones who sent the letter? Uh, y- yes. She, as Janet okay. raises her hand, come on, follow me as he'll like very quickly nimble, like dodge underneath people as he'll like lead you up the stairs as you guys are kind of led to like a little back office, very tidy little back office. He shuts the door and it instantly goes quiet. He's like, ah, sorry about all the noise. It's a very busy day. It's always a busy day, but how can I help you? I heard you're lost. Yes. Uh, I'm, I've, We've been wandering around a good bit, but I I would like to know where we're at at this point and how far away from from home for myself is, which is Raven's Guard. Can I ask you a few questions? Yes. Um, are you a primitive? A, pr- a primitive? Yeah. Uh, I, yes, she, she is. Okay. Uh, primitives refer to people who do not have spell jammer at home. Oh, okay. You don't. You, you don't come up from a no. that has spell jammers. Oh, no. Okay. And so, like, write that down in a note. Do, can you describe the planet to me? Uh, yes, uh, yes, I can. Um, it's a uh, well, I don't know what it looks like on the outside, of course. Just but, like descriptions of on planets. Uh, it, it's very dark. There's never really a sunny day. Um, clouds are usually dark, um, cloudy. There's a good chunk of different like wooden like cities, towns. Uh, some buried in the woods. Some kind of just out and about. Some have very uh. uh old temples uh some that are might be still going some might not be i haven't been home in a hot minute there's like people that of of the undead variety there's people of werewolves vampires mad scientists of sorts necromancers and those oh oh and also really big like demonic toads i just it's funky interesting yes um is it uh, is it cursed? I would say it's oh, it's very cursed. Okay. Would you happen to know if that's caused by the sphere it's in or no? This what? The sphere? The sphere? The sp- sphere refers to uh, the, how do I say this? Think of, you know how when you go into a house, it's separated from the outside, right? Okay. Think of your planet as the house and the sphere as the outside. It's like what contains everything inside of it. Right? Uh, so you, you, are you saying like it's just... Do you know if this, yeah, if the sphere, if you know if the sphere, it's, I'm going to say no, you don't know. I don't, I don't truly know. Raven God. Raven God, yeah. That doesn't ring a bell perfectly. Um, oh, also a cursed moon, but that's, that's a whole other thing. Okay. Uh, that, if there's a lot of cursed objects then it could be a cursed sphere or it could just be very unlucky. Yeah, it's not the, not the brightest place. Um, <laughs> hmm. Any ideas of where you got, like, how did you end up in space? Oh, um, well, <laughs> I, 
That's a story, let me tell you. Yes, that's uh, it's it's a, definitely a story of uh, of an abduction of sorts. You I were was, abducted. Yes, Githyanki, Nataloy. Uh, uh, I think it was a mind, I think it was mind flares. Ah, I remember correctly. It was, it was mind flares, of course. Yes, mm. very common. Yeah. Okay. Great. Uh, that's so comforting. Yogi's <laughs> a bit more common, but yes. Okay. Great. Uh, um, but what what other questions do you have in mind? Any distinguishing features about the planet? Like, oh, giant volcanoes, uh, um, giant tree, like the planet's completely forested, made of completely water. Uh, you know? I would say uh, the moon of our planet uh, has a eldritch god kind of trapped inside of it. Uh, and like a temple of a fallen angel that has caused some... Some problems. I'm talking about like big, noticeable things you'd what? see from off the planet. Like, uh, oh, oh, again, that's I truly don't know. I haven't seen outside of my planet before. Big uh, mountains, Anna Janet, big lakes, like, uh, he'll, he'll, like big graveyards. Would that, would that work? Uh, no, I'd like, he'll, like he'll mausoleums. Like, look at this. Like, he'll point out, like, there's a giant plant with a gigantic mountain that seems like it's almost going out of the atmosphere. Like okay. like that kind of noticeable. Like, can you think of anything like that on your planet? Not really. Again, it's the constant thing that keeps coming back to mind is our moon. Really. Okay. So the moon the moon is very noticeable. Is it noticeably like a prison, or does it just look like a moon? It looks like a moon, but it can talk to you wherever and whenever it wants. A talking moon. Okay, that's because that's it, a noteworthy feature. Because it, it's it's a, well, it's an eldritch god kind of trapped inside of a moon, well, prisoned in there more than anything because of old tales. Very interesting. All right. So, um, you know, it's it's not good if you hear a voice while you're walking out on the day. It's a bad idea. Okay. So we have a dark, possibly cursed world yes. with a cursed moon that harbors a eldritch being of some sort. Yes. A That the moon, that it can talk through from the moon. Yes. And that is it. Y- yeah. that's. I think that's like the best I can give you to my knowledge. This is a bit of a, how do I say it? This is going to be a hard one to find. That, that could be many a sphere that have that planet. The, the noticeable part is the, the talking moon, but I haven't heard of a talking moon, but we have dozens, hundreds, thousands of planets under registry. We, I could do some searching, but I can't promise results any time in the near future. Okay. If you want, you have time. You could do a personal record search here. You can dig through our archive as long as you understand, like you don't take any of the books outside the premises, blah, blah, blah. You know, reasonable like common sense. Yeah. Don't damage books, all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. Treat them with respect. Yeah, yeah, I can. I would be willing to do that sort of thing if it comes down to it. Absolutely. I, I will warn you, there are thousands of archives. Yeah, we, I'd, be willing to, I'd be willing to let you down in there if you'd be willing to sign the waivers and pay the little fee, the, a minor fee. Uh, what would that fee be? Mere 15 gold. 15? 15. Oh, 15? Yeah. Five. Oh, perfect. Yeah, easily. All righty. Can I help the rest of you with anything? Um, is it 15 gold per person? No. Or, okay, would we be able to, so we could help, per se, if, if we wanted to? Of course. Do you know where the Hidden Hodge is? The what? The Hidden Hodge. It's like where I'm from. Pretty it's sure like, it's Feywild. It's not in the Feywild. It's on an actual planet. It's just on the edge of the Feywild. The problem, how do I say this? That, the name doesn't ring a bell. I, can you describe it? Yeah, it's like a kind of. Jungly, but also got some meadows and a swamp, and then like a big forest right by it. 
You've once again described most planets. It has a close relation to the Fae, where it's like right on the edge. That lot of lot of areas and planets have that. So the Fae wild frogs, lots of them, and big spiders. Yeah, I. I'm just kidding with you. I know. I don't even know where it is. I I understand. I'm I'm willing to help. I'm just trying to get a bigger picture is. here. I don't know where home is. Hey, don't get emotional here, please. There's papers. <laughs> don't cry in here, please. <laughs> And Jared's just going to go off in a corner and have a mental breakdown where she realizes she doesn't even know how to get home, even if she wanted to. Oh, look, anyways, we... It's a common occurrence. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we probably ought to start looking. Yes, yeah. um, uh, he holds out his hand for the 15 gold. Good Jack will pay it. He's like, ah, perfect. Um, everything seems to be order, and he will take you guys down. He'll give you a lantern, uh, right. and he'll take you down to the archive. You guys pretty much hop in, like you guys get down to the main floor and you walk downstairs uh, for about a minute, just walking downstairs as you get to a big set of doors, probably about 10 to 15 feet tall, 15, like 10 feet wide. So you'll swing them open. It is, you just see from the light you have in your hands, row upon row upon row of scrolls. There is probably a thousand bookcases in here, if not more. Uh, each one having scrolls individually in a little thing. He's like, I, I, feel bad because it's not a lot of hope but you can they are narrowed down to hunt you can find things like using certain words there uh where is it as he will like oh here it is. as he'll like find a little index and he'll give it to you like this will like alpha this alphabetizes it you can find key words that might be able to help you find your planet it will be rather difficult though i don't most people don't find what they're looking for okay i'm sorry that's that's it's something than nothing and i'd rather take the something mm-hmm. He'll give you the lantern as he's like, if you have an, if you need a refill of oil, just, you know, come back upstairs and ask. Of course. Yeah, um, absolutely. I, I wish you the best of luck as Thank he'll you. nod his head and he'll very briskly go back upstairs. Uh, Janet will swivel the lantern towards the direction of all the bookcases, mm-hmm. seeing the light reflecting on this the is, scene. Yeah. You just see row upon row upon row of these like 30 foot tall scroll cases with Hundreds of scrolls on each one. Well, it is, yeah, it's a lot. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, hey, I've an I have an idea. What? Yeah, what's up? It's a long shot. I'm sorry, I had to get over my hysteria. I realized though, if I can just find somewhere to go to the Feywild, I can just go through there. I'm fine now. I think. Um, but yeah, sorry about that. Uh, Annie Janet, could you draw me a picture of what this moon looks like? Um, sure, I guess. Uh. Janet. I wonder if I could cast locate object and see if any of these scrolls have the same similar depiction of this moon. It's actually a really good idea. Right? Yeah, I'll I'll go for it. Uh Janet will go through her bag, try to like maybe find like an extra piece of paper or something. Yep. You no. can you can find a piece of paper easy. Yeah. Uh writing she takes utensil. One of the scrolls. <laughs> Goodness no. Gets it out uh and she begins to try to draw the very interesting Ravensguard, uh, Ravensguard moon. Okay. Yeah, you, you draw the moon to your best capabilities. I'll say it will give you guys advantage on the search. Uh, if So how it's going to work is this is going to be a group chest. If you, uh, Everyone can help. It's going to be a group test. One person will roll, and you all will attribute a bonus to the roll. Pretty much, uh, so everyone get a d20 in hand. If you succeed this, the, the check to help, then the main person is going to get bonuses. Do we want to have Auntie Janet be the one 
doing it or do we know what kind of the role would be? It would either probably be intelligence history to like navigate through books. It could be arcana for using magic, like to locate the books or using like searching for magical kind of parif- like, you know, magical, like uh understanding mm-hmm. of the moon or magic. I can't think of the words. God, um, <laughs> if you can give me a good reason for that skill, I'll probably allow it on this. Sure. There's not a library skill. Mm-hmm. Jib is Jib will Jib will uh, look around. And it's like I'm pretty good with indexing and things like that. Um, I I can see what kind of system I could come up with, and I mean we can start from there if that works. Yeah, we, they I, they gave if, you an index card. Yeah, so he's like he can try and figure out if he would be able to roll like a investigation check to Use the right to, stuff. To mm-hmm. look at. Yeah, yeah, basically, because like if because Jib's got Jib's got good in in investigation. So if he wants to be the lead mm-hmm. and then everybody helps. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. I know Janet would be interested in being like saying very, she's very perspective on these sort of things, but I weirdly don't feel like that's going to really help because all these girls probably look the exact same on the outside. Yeah. They're pretty much, if you can give me a reason for using a skill. So are you going to be leading the skill role? Yeah. I think Jib, is that okay with everybody else? If Jib leads it, I, I know so. it's anti Janet's yeah. planet, but. Yeah, like if you're able to. Yeah, I think that would be good. Jib has good in, in investigation, so everyone else can give me a skill roll using whatever skill you want. You could you can think of that would be useful here, like okay, a I'll, realistic thought. I will call it history. History would work. Perception would work. I'd okay. say. How about survival? Mm. Would Would Cher be able to help with her magic, like doing the the locate? That, object? Uh, so I'm giving you advantage. Oh, okay, sweet. Yeah. Uh, I'll use my um. I'll use my arcana, maybe. Or I was thinking nature might be able to because I might be able to understand the landmarks that... I'd say nature would work. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll go along. I'll use I'll use history because that makes more sense in this situation more than anything. Mm-hmm. Is her history and her knowledge yep. of this place. Alrighty. What did you get, Jib? Uh, Jib, with advantage, gets... Uh, that's a 10. That's a 24. Okay. 24, okay. Uh, Gildrex, what did you get on your dice? Do one? the people helping have advantage as well? Or no, just it's Jib? just Jib. Pretty much, if you guys get 10 or over, you're going to give them a plus two bonus. In that case, I got a 14. Okay. So, plus I two. Got 16. Or 26. And I also got was a 13. 13. 30. 30. Awesome. No freaking way. We, we found it, you guys. <laughs> the power of friendship. <laughs> Ciao. So, you guys, um, with the, with the detect mat, with the uh, locate object, there is dozens of pings that go off all across, but you're able to very quickly narrow it down with everyone helping. You guys come to almost like the very, very back shelf. It is very dusty back here. It has been a long while since someone's been back here. There is about, there's what looks like three scrolls back here that are all giving you kind of the, 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 the what is it called? The ping. Locate object. They're all, there are three scrolls back here. They all seem to have a very similar moon to what's described on that. Uh, faint whisperings, things like that. One of them is easily ruled out. It is not, the planet does not seem to be cursed. It's quite a sunny thing. One, the two scrolls you're able to get down. One planet is called Xanthara. It is a bleak world, very wet, rainy all the time, overcast. Uh, there is untold corruption. It seems like some sort of religious event went on here that the undead just don't stay dead. Uh, people, necromancers are common, undead are common, common curses, and then the moon itself seems to even be cursed. 
Um, it is quite a dangerous sphere as the wild. It seems like the sphere itself is cursed. Um, even like the wildlife in the free space, like whales, which are normally really passive and calm, will just attack ships, try to ram into them and break them. And then there's another one called Bleakfall. Uh, very similar. It's downcast all the time. Uh, massive amounts of undead, werewolves, lycanthropy, you know, uh, a cursed moon that whispers sweet nothings to you. <laughs> um, it doesn't seem like the sphere itself hurts. It's just the planet and the moon in that one, though. Mm. Um, so those two, those sound pretty close to what you described. Are yeah. there, like, coordinates on the, like, using those two scrolls, would we be able to, like, mark the coordinates mm-hmm. and be able to, to, like, go back to our ship? like later and like say okay plug in the coordinates easily enough to yeah okay yeah you guys are able to uh like write down the coordinates on a piece of paper or something this does take you guys about like two to three hours to do though yeah this is this is a lot of work you've done but you have two good pretty good leads uh it's bleak fall and xantherum sound very friendly (coughs) i said that as a joke (laughs) yep um, <laughs> there's very limited knowledge on actually going planet side. It seems that they don't, they didn't have enough time to go planet side or the inclination to want to go planet side of these places. Is there anything else you guys would like to do down here? I think I'm good as to being down here. Cher, do you want to, uh, we could try and search for, uh, your planet. I think the best way is just going to be able to find an entrance to the Feywild period. I, I mean, I've, I've been in the Feywild once, but really? Yeah. Uh, oh. Just visiting. It was in and out. You find really anywhere. I could probably find my way home. It might take me a couple centuries, but at least I know there's a way, so I don't feel as stressed about it anymore. I was asking more out of curiosity, but, and then I had a panic attack, because I was like, I may never get home. And then I'm like, oh, no, I'll figure it out. I may wander through the Feywild for a couple centuries, but that's fine. I I love the, might be a couple centuries, but that's fine. (laughs) That's fine. You know, I'm okay. I know this took like a really long time. Um, but Shopping? if I could maybe look more into some demonology would be of interest, but I, I, well, I don't know if this is the place for it. Yeah. I think this is more of a, I mean, just a map like place, a map place. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, I might just do that along the way. If there is anything that's. Yeah. Maybe we can buy some books or something and we can, and we can read up on it when we're traveling, traveling. Yeah. You know how there's those books as a kid, like there's a Greek mythology. There's like a demonology one that like has like it has the pop ups and everything. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. I remember those books. Oh, same. Uh, I suppose then we will get out of here and return the lantern and everything. Hey, everybody! Thanks for listening to Crit Happens. The intro and outro music for this podcast was produced by Zane Lowry. You can find him on YouTube at Zane Lowry Music. Additional music was provided by Travis Savoy, who can be found on YouTube as the RPG Music Maker. To hear more about your favorite spell jamming crew, follow us on Instagram at Crit Happens. We release new episodes every Friday, so follow us on all your favorite podcasting networks to make sure you don't miss an episode. And now, back to the story. As you guys are leaving uh, Gildrex, yes. um, you feel like a tickle in the back of your mind. Something's probing your mind. Something is probing my mind. Some, uh, you can feel the general direction it's coming from. It's one of the bookshelves. Uh, Gildrax, like, draws his sword. You draw your sword and you walk over there. You guys see Gildrax. You hear the shing as Gildrax draws his sword and he, like, slowly walks towards a bookshelf. Uh, and Gildrax will say to you guys, he says, something was just probing my mind. Jib turns, 
Shit ain't just gas. No, I think I trust Gildrex on mind stuff. Just the brain farts. It's fine. Uh, I'll get near the bookcase. Mm -hmm. There is specifically one specific slot that it seems like it's coming from. A scroll. I will not touch the scroll. Mm -hmm. I will say, I will like prod it with a sword for first. Yeah, you poke it. The the scroll too just kind of jingles and it's like it goes and like it, like it you know you thump it up and down and move it around it doesn't do anything. Jib, is this uh is this thing magical? As he's gonna spray his magic detecting mist, there is no magic about it. It does, so it doesn't seem enchanted. Okay, Jib, knowing like how detect magic works, that doesn't necessarily mean it's not like doing something because like if Jib cast detect magic on Gildrex, it wouldn't detect him as magic, although he can technically like. Psionically, yeah, speak, right. Psionics is not magic. Oh, okay, yeah. So, so Jib, no, so Jib would yeah. know that he's yeah. like. It doesn't like, seem. Like, it doesn't yeah. seem like it's magic. Which at that point, it kind of connects in your brain. Like this is like psionic in nature. Uh, Gildrax will reach slowly for the scroll. Yeah, you reach slowly. You grab the scroll tube. It's very cold in your hands as you it's like abnormally cold. It could be just your mind playing tricks on you, or it could be like something actual. You know. Uh, Gildrax will say, "I'm gonna." Open this, I guess. Great, it's a scroll. I, I don't know how to explain it. It feels like it was it was doing this, and Gildrax will like psionically like poke you on the back of the head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You feel like a weird nudge. Mm-hmm. So it's like you. It felt like it was in your brain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and Gildrax will stand ten feet away from all of them, mm-hmm. and then open the thing. Yeah. You, as you take off the cap, um, as you open up like this very dusty piece of parchment. Um, it looks like it's just describing a general planet. Uh, it is describing a very rocky tundra planet. It's just covered in crags that go that with these that go miles deep. From what you're reading, it's aptly named Quake. As you're looking at the scroll, you hear uh, in your the head you hear. Yeah, you hear like just whispering in the back of your mind as you're looking at this scroll. You guys, you don't. Hear that, but you feel the kind of same nudging now as the scrolls opened. Jib is going to go up and just yep. be behind Gildrax and look over his shoulder. Yep. Mm, I'm not going to lie. I think in this response and weird just gut feeling, uh, she's going to pull out. Auntie Janet, you would hear it. Oh, as I well. would. You would hear it as well. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, you hear the same. I love darkness. I love yeah, darkness. and it's just like whispers. Uh, Jenna is going to actually do is pull out, um, because she has it on her at all times, is the music sheet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to pull out the music sheet. And she's just going to like look over it again, especially okay. being in the space and hearing this poke. Yeah. You hearing it and now looking at the music sheet, uh, make me an intelligence check. You also can do that as you see Auntie Janet pull out the music sheet. And he said what check? Uh, intelligence. Intelligence. You can do Arcana, you could do History. I'm going to lucky that because I really just want to try to know this. Uh, and he said, uh, like, you could, I could do History, for example. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, that's a 13. Yep. I also say, I'd say also, or Perception, sorry, I just realized. Perception would also work. Then 14. 14, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, as you guys are looking at it and you're kind of like hearing the whispering, it almost sounds like a melody, though the whispers. Whispers. It kind of takes like a musical tone to it. Like the whispers kind of like have a synchronicity to them. Uh, Gildrax will put this new scroll back in its case. Shut it. Does uh, the whispering stop? Yes. The second your hands get away from it, and you're no longer looking at this whispering stops, but the nudge is still there. It's tickling. It's prodding. Could you could you open that thing back up again? Yeah. 
and he'll yeah he'll open it back yeah up. you open it back up the second it's opening and she, I, I think Janet's gonna try to do is mimic the the words and like the melody it's not really alongside. words but there's like a, there's definitely like a hummable melody she, to it. so she's following that melody yeah. while looking at the scroll mm-hmm. seeing if something maybe sticks out or maybe something shifts in imagery yeah um as you you hum it you know, nothing seems to happen with the scroll or the the spell street. The melody is very almost chaotic. It it seems like you guys don't have the beginning or like the end. You have like some part in the middle. It seems like it would pick up like something's picking up as it's like it's like almost like crescendoing as it's getting into like an action packed part and it's very chaotic at this part. Could I recognize what language this is? It's not really a language. It's like almost like these voices are just coalescing into a hum okay. of some sort. So to a degree, it's yeah. multiple voices. Yeah, it's not like they're not actual words these things are making. It's just like the, the whispers are kind of coalescing into music. Um, I'm going to look back at Gildrax. I'm like, so you, you hear in the yeah. thing? Uh, okay. Um, can, can you show me that scroll again? Just like, see, let me see what it yeah. what Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so if she looks over the scroll, mm-hmm. is there? Uh, does it tell like um, what kind of races were common on that planet? Um, it seems like it's a it's a it's a inhabit it's a uninhabitable planet. It is completely extinct. It had a natural disaster that happened that caused giant fissures to open up. Um, volcanic activities very common. It's a death world. Like it is completely uninhabitable. Okay. Like the only things that have been found here are like lava elementals there are some infernal beings that have been found here like you know because they can survive it it's just very hard to like it's a very permanent settable a permanent settlement you can as you read it as you read more into it yeah you'd see like there's choking ash cloud that like constant ash storms that just kill people constant volatilic activity it would be you could probably stay there a couple days without problem but long term, you'd be getting diseases. You'd have be choked by the ash. Okay. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of naturally occurring oxygen. Let's let's save these coordinates for this planet. Absolutely. I have I have two guesses. I I also have a guess. Uh, but we shouldn't guess here. Let's save that for when there are less uh, places to be heard from. Okay. Yep. Sure. Yep. You put the scroll back on and you put the tube. As you guys walk away, Gildrek, you feel that like almost like it's more desperate with its scritching. At your brain. Do we take the scroll with us? We can definitely make an attempt. Jib will pull out a few pieces of paper and he's going to roll them up and basically try and mimic one of these scrolls. And he'll thoroughly, he'll not, maybe not thoroughly, but he'll try and write down, just in case somebody needs to find this planet, he'll try and write down the gist of the information. (laughs) One paper says, sorry, we had to borrow this planet coordinates is and they, yeah and he'll write down he'll like write down a summary and then he'll roll it up and he'll try and mimic a uh he'll actually he'll actually use um, cartographer's tools yeah he can make cartographer's tools so he'll go ahead and do that doesn't it take an hour to make tools it does do you guys want to spend another hour making tools and then doing it jib is gonna say like do we want to i can spend some time and i can get this looking right and then maybe we won't get i um court-martialed or whatever like we won't I'm, be tracked I'm, down i'm okay with that honestly just because at the very least while we you're doing that we could also look into other books while this is happening look at the more scrolls it never hurts too like why not jib, jib will do that 
he'll spend an hour using his uh, right tool for the job feature, and he'll make cartographer's yep. tools and and kind of forge forge himself uh, this map. Give me. I'm gonna say this requires. Ooh, I think sleight of hand makes good for drawing. So All if right. you want to roll me a sleight of hand, but I think you have expertise in the right tool for the job stuff, right? Or no? Um, I should have proficiency. Or proficiency. Do I have advantage? Would the, would these guys be able to help me, like keeping the knowledge or, or whatever? Or With, getting the if you use the scroll, yeah, you have advantage. Okay. Then that would be 22. Okay. Yeah. You are able to make a very convincing de- replica of it. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't have the psionic whispers like as this one does. It definitely looks, it's the exact same. It has like all the same details written down. The handwriting isn't the same, but who's going to notice that? While he's doing that, you guys can look at other scrolls. Are you just minus that? Oh, what does this one do? Let's just find some. We're just we're just pulling some out, finding some interesting well, places. After after that, Gildrax will like watch the door. Yep, and like make sure there's no one else in here. Your blind sights doesn't send anyone sense anyone sent anyone sense anyone or you can't see anyone of your knowledge. I think Janet will do in this moment. Uh, is will make an attempt of trying to find. Uh, again, attempt in an hour. Try to find uh, Shara's planet. Yep. Uh, Feywild-ish related stuff. Yeah. Try if, to make a search on that. If you and Cher want to roll, uh, because Gildrex is keeping watch and Jib is actively forging. If you want to, if you two want to roll me, who's going to be leading the roll? Um, I I I probably could do it. Yeah, I think that. Sure, it would help, but I don't think her heart is as... She's kind of moved on to the next thing, mentally. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, just whatever skills you guys can think. Perception, intellig- like an intelligence skill of some sort. go nature some. again. Okay, nature works. 11. Okay, you'll get a plus two to this. Uh, I'm going to just go for perception on this as well, because, yep. again, she is... Truth be told, she's more skimming than yep. anything in this hour. Yeah, you're, like, looking at the index, and you're, just look, you're looking at spell scrolls, na- like, the yeah. tubes' names and stuff. Like she doesn't think she's gonna do great, but she thinks she's gonna make an attempt. Okay. Uh so my a total is fifteen and then the plus two, right? Yeah. Seventeen. With that, an hour isn't just is it isn't enough time. Yeah. You guys are able to find hundreds of planets that match what you're thinking of. Okay. But um, that's okay. Can we take like a few of the coordinates? Because if they have some sort of fey the pro- semblance. It's pretty much the problem is there's hundreds of them. That could be the the thing with the Fey Wild is it blankets over every sphere. Exactly. So that's what just if, if she could find a planet with any sort of Fey Wild connection, she could just get home. Well, every every planet has a connection to the Fey Wild. Where there's nature, there's the Fey Wild. Well, like the most common one. Oh yeah, like there's some that like have extreme notoriety for being like it's like entirely jungled forests or this planet that seems to have like just giant glades of grass and giant mushrooms and stuff like that you know i'll take the coordinates for that one okay the mushroom one mm-hmm. okay yeah you'll write down mushroom planet insert name here when i think of it <laughs> it should be called mario world <laughs> okay once we're done searching for uh everything that we've been looking for uh gildrax will sort of gather gather everybody together with uh with the scroll in tow mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll get out of here. Yep. Um, as you guys open the door to go upstairs, you see the gnome fellow is walking downstairs. And he's like, "Oh, are you are you guys done?" Yes, we've uh, 
we found all that we think we can find. Yeah. Okay. We've narrowed down a few a few places. Sorry it took us so long. Uh, no, it's perfect. I'm just happy you guys are able to find your way home, hopefully. Mm-hmm. I really I really feel for you. I hope we're able to well, find well, your way well, home. Well, we really appreciate it. We've not met, we haven't met the friendliest of faces in the past few weeks, so we appreciate somebody actually caring. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're all stuck out here together. Yep. Mm. But um, is there anything else I can help you with? No, I think we are perfectly fine. I appreciate yeah. you. Actually, um, we are looking for a pilot, and, and being that you guys are a, a, a charter, you know, oh. would you happen to know a few people that maybe we, or maybe a good place to look for someone? I, I can't pawn off any of our pilots, but there is some helmsman at the Braggadojo. The Braggadojo, well, that's the Braggadojo. a okay. It's, um, uh, it's, uh, it's an inn. They, they, all the, are you look, I'm guessing you're looking for an experienced pilot. Gildrax will like nudge him, like, Jib, I think, I think I know the place. Okay. Jib just kind of like nods and is like, I'll trust your judgment. Well, we, we appreciate it. We'll keep the Braggadojo in mind. The Braggadoja. Braggadoja. Yeah. Sorry. Braggadabadabajaba. You don't know what that word means. You know what Braggadoja means? Tanner does not. Oh. Please, Justin, enlighten it's me. It's like, uh, it has like swagger. <laughs> it's like, it's the, it's. Best pilots in the system. Exactly. Puts on, like sun, the, puts like, on sunglasses. This is the most spot on name for the possible like hot shot top gun pilots. Jeb is just like, well, thank you very much, sir. And I, we'll be out of your hair for the day. Have a pleasant rest of your day. Please be safe. And he'll like just he'll wave to you guys goodbye as you walk out the front door. As he'll just go back to helping people. Uh, once we're out, Gildrax will turn to Jim and be like, the braggadocia. That was exactly what I was thinking. Wait, really? You already heard of it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, guess you remember. Is, you remember uh, 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 Jameson Jefferson, Jeb, big wait, guy we talked about the other day. Yeah. Wait. Hold up. Hold up. I need to remember his name. What was it? What did we say it was? I. It's been so long. It's been. It's been. I know. I keep forgetting his name. I mean, he had his twin very brother. Very forgettable like, face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had. Like, he was. He was octuplets. He was a big guy. I remember that he was huge and could kill any of us because he was so ripped. But he he trained there. Oh, at the Braggadocia? Yeah. All right. Well. Sounds like a good place to me then. That and the- are we heading there first, or do we want to go get some uh, some upgrades on our ship? Uh, we should get a pilot first. We can get we can get uh, stuff after. All right. There's also a really good bar next to the Braggadocia. That sounds the like Braggadocia a good- is a bar. There's also a bar, a bar in the Braggadocia. Yeah. Best place is when there's a, when there's two bars next to each other. In that case, yeah. Gildrax has been there like 14 times. <laughs> <laughs> he knows it well. He knows it well. Totes remember. My liver knows it better. <laughs> Jim's like, well, off to the Braggadocia then. Yep. As you guys start walking, any of you guys want to do anything while you're walking to the, sh- the bar? Keep an eye out for cut purses. Don't get mugged. I assumed you guys were doing that. Yeah, just yeah. Keep, y'all give me your passive perceptions. Nine. Thirteen. Uh, Fifteen. Blind sight. Yeah, but that's everywhere. There's literally dozens of people within <laughs> ten feet of you. Yeah, you can still hide from me. It's not It's not like uh The like problem is it's like, all. this is packed streets. Yeah, you guys make it to the Braggadocia. 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 <laughs> It's the dojo now, because that also makes it sound like the train there, the dojo. <laughs> the braggadojo. <laughs> yeah. It depends on what you're going there for. If it's the bar, it's the braggadoja. And if it's the, the place it's where you become a pilot, it's the braggadojo. It's both. Yep. <laughs> it's a bar and... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's the braggadoja. Okay. You guys get there. It is this big, gaudy building. It's like silvers and chromes. It almost looks sci-fi, like cyberpunk in nature. It has like big, giant stained glass windows of like... Spell jammers like going across like the astral sea, shooting at astral dreadnoughts, killing dragons, all that sort of stuff. You know, 
Yeah, the, the, there's a picture of Gildrex with a knife in his stomach. No, no. Um, he's on the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's on the yeah, Hall of... Uh, like, he's like, ban list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, there is some raucous music coming out, like almost like 80s hair metal, like hair band metal music coming out from inside there. Like Motley Crue, like... Yeah, as you guys just walk in, uh, the music is sultry. It is way too loud. But there is just dozens of people in here. Some very scrawny looking wizard guys with these big beards, but they all, they all seem to have these neck tattoos. Every single person in here has a neck tattoo that looks like a, almost like a pair of wings. There is a big burly half orc behind the bar as he's just cleaning out. He's cleaning out, uh, like drinking glasses. He has two mechanical arms as he looks like he's lost his arms at some point. And he has these two like cool mechanical arms that are all chromed up. He has the same wings. There's dozens of people in here. Uh, Gildrax mm-hmm. will, first things first, walk right up to the bar, sit down right in front of the barkeep. He'll turn around and you'll see, like, you'll see his, his mechanical eye and he has, like, part of his jaw is also, like, mechanical. This guy's, like, you remember he got in a, quite a bad accident when one of his crashes. And he will, he, he takes a second, he looks at you, and then he'll split. He's like, Gildrax! As you remember, his name is Draka Rammer. Draka Rammer, yeah. my man. Yeah. I like He that. like literally extended his hand. It's like, Gildrak! Draka. How's it been? It's, well, look, first things first, I need a drink. 